0: It's a messy Monday, it's a messy hey everybody, welcome to episode 7 of Messy Mondays. It's a girl Shomi. It's your girl Marley Marr. And welcome back. And we're so happy to be back. We're so sorry we had to take a week off. Oh, my God.
1: Did you miss us? Did you miss us? You missed us, guys. We of know it.
0: course. You had to have missed us because you know that this is the one thing you look forward to on Mondays because it's not
1: work. <laughs> <laughs> not it's at never all. never work. No one's looking for work at all.
0: No, but um, as you all guys all know, I'm, I'm down here in Miami where the hurricane was almost about to... Hit us head on. And uh, thankfully, I'm okay and my family's okay and we didn't lose anything and no one was hurt. Uh, Yes, I lost power. Um, It was pretty, pretty terrible. I was out of power for about 72 hours for sure. Um, I don't think we understand how much we use power until you just come into a position where you don't have power. Like straight up. (laughs) Like it's just... It's just torture, real shit. Like, it reminded me of, like, when you used to visit DR when you was a kid. Say, la lua, a cada rato. Like It was just one of those nights that you can't sleep because you're sweating. And the only exception was that there wasn't crazy mosquitoes eating you alive. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but aside I've, ex- from
1: that, I've experienced those DR nights. And I've always figured, like, as was it, I continued to grow up, I was like, oh, my God, I hated that. I couldn't stand it. And I just thought, like, that was my selfishness, like, my first world problems. Like, you didn't really like how can you do this how can you live without power and the tv going out but it's terrible i'm happy you have made it through that i'm happy everyone out there in south florida is safe um it, i mean there's been some tragic
0: situations there's been a lot of casualties i want to say at least for now i've heard of over 30 deaths here in south florida really and in florida yeah it's been a lot recently we even had a group of elderly people of eight, they died in an old folks home because yes. they were suffering from heat exhaustion because of they not having power since when the hurricane started. And of course, that's negligence. But not only that, it's, it's terribly sad, you know, like things like that that possibly could have been avoided you know it didn't happen and people lost their lives and a lot of people lose their lives during hurricanes and to be honest with you i think aside from cuba that had a large amount of deaths in the caribbean uh miami and south florida and florida entirely has had the most deaths for hurricane irma wow like yeah we have and it you know Honestly speaking, I, I don't want to sound like, you know, we went through something as bad as happened in Texas. Because clearly what happened in Texas is still happening and it's pretty terrible. But what's what happened here was was not fun. It was very scary. It was alarming. Um, they keep telling us that Florida's going to go on the water. And it felt like it was actually going to happen this time.
1: Because it was so and, massive and it was so big. And it was so... Outside of the ordinary Like even Andrew was smaller Andrew was one of those really huge hurricanes Back in like 93 I want to say That really took toll on like homestead areas You know out there in in deep Miami Dade It
0: messed up the Miami Zoo And a lot of the wild animals Yeah so this one Got escaped and
1: yeah This one was so massive But also because of already what was happening in Texas Also set up for that urgency and like you know, wanted to be more prepared or probably more ahead, right? I'm assuming right. Of, of, of that happening to you guys out there. Right. And that hurricane it's, took a it's turn very to a whole different yeah. direction.
0: It's it did. And the point is that even though it didn't even hit us, and I lived it, I was here, um, to hear the, the windows rattling and shaking from the tornadoes and the speed of the wind for something that's not even hitting you is yeah. terrifying. Nature has never scared me the way that it scared me. During Hurricane Irma And that's a fact I promise you Me and my dog Were both very scared Oh poor Bentley <laughs>
1: um,
0: Yeah poor Bentley Um, he Dogs hate like thunder And like lightning And fireworks For those dog owners out there You know what I'm talking about So this was kind of like That I'm 10 With heat Yeah You know and no light You know so it was It was kind of
1: crazy My parents actually told me That Lola had Was sensing it Like as the week was coming And they were kind of preparing Hold
0: Lola your little dog My little yeah. Lola um,
1: she was sensing it. She was running around and, like she couldn't go up the stairs. Yeah. So they had to like carry her up the stairs because she yeah, knew know. something was coming, but she didn't know what it right. is. Like when you take out your luggage, your dog knows you're going somewhere. Yeah. You're leaving them. <laughs> and, so those so kind cute. of things were happening, and and she was feeling that anxiety. So definitely feel it for the dogs, and I hope people put their animals in dog shelters. You know, those are free. Like using actually all the resources that are out there to be fully prepared. For something like this, yeah. not just for yourself, but for your animals too.
0: Absolutely, and thank God, you know, I'm still here and I'm still sharing this platform with Marley Mar, and we're still doing Messy Mondays. You know, this could have been a completely different situation. You know what I'm saying? Especially that I live so close to downtown Miami that you all saw was
1: underwater. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. So
0: it, it, it became very real, guys. It just became very. We real. are
1: happy to have you back. We are happy it's that nice you today. are safe. <laughs>
0: Hurricane season ends in
1: November, so let's just count this shit down so Mother Nature can relax out here.
0: Ugh, I don't know guys. Recycle. That's all I gotta say. Guys, Mother Nature's a bitch. Do. I mean if you guys still, you know, wanna help Texas, Texas needs help, guys. Because I know a lot of our listeners are down here in South Florida. But not all of our listeners are in South Florida. You know, we have listeners throughout the whole country, as we mentioned in our last episode that we recorded. So if you guys, you know, have the opportunity, still check out that Amazon registry that we did as Messy Mondays at the end of the podcast. We'll make sure to touch base on that again so you guys can get some information. But we are going to try to, you know, um, change lanes a little bit and, and, and talk about some good news. Because I'm personally tired of talking about Hurricane talk, I'm going crazy. <laughs> so I, I definitely want to, like, you know, talk about something like the best athlete in the world who happens to be who, Marley?
1: Serena motherfucking Williams, people.
0: Yes, bitch. Female power, girl power. Let's do it all day. Wonder Woman, the real-life superhero. Hashtag women can do it better all day, every day, and we cute. Ah.
1: <laughs> So Serena Williams had her baby, I think, about, like, two, three weeks ago. And she, she shared her story of, like, from the pregnancy all the way to, like, the labor, like, that whole thing. It was the cutest story video, ever. Yeah,
0: so cute. I know you posted it on our Twitter.
1: Yes. Because it was just... Yeah, super cute. Like, if you wake up in the morning and see something like that, as a woman, your ovaries are, like, jumping. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're, like... What am I doing with life? What is happening? This is the way it's
0: supposed to be. Yes. This is beautiful. That is the
1: order of life. And it's so beautiful. And her fiance, husband, whatever is just there. So I had a moment and that's why I shared it on Twitter. Okay. And it was beautiful. Yeah,
0: it was beautiful. It was very
1: nice. I love it. So what fascinated me about their story was what she named her daughter. And I wanted to talk about that because I know that naming conventions and, you know, normalizing like normal, traditional things have really changed. And I find it just amazing and that we can kind of just do almost anything we want nowadays without people really judging us. I mean, although we still judge people, right?
0: There really isn't any like social rule as to what to name your child anymore. Like, it really is your choice. So
1: her name, hold on tight for this one, right? Because this talks about her mama. (laughs) Her mama rules the world. Alexis Olympia.
0: Olympia, I just see
1: that. Ohanian Jr. So let's break this down. Olympia, what's that tell you?
0: She's going to be an Olympic... God. Like, just her like her
1: mama. Commitment. You see what Serena did there? She wanted y'all to yeah. know. This baby's out here winning gold. for
0: sure. I mean, if this was back in the day, she would be like a female gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's like super yeah. in it. You know what I mean? So
1: I love the Olympia part because Serena was like, we're just starting you off on this Olympic journey that it will be right. for the gold medal.
0: I actually believe a lot that what you name your children sometimes shapes their personality, And you should care about what you name your children because everyone's name does have a meaning yes. behind it. If you ever look up your name, it does say it. I.e., my legal name means goddess, but we'll talk about that another time, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> but back to Serena Williams and her junior. Go
1: but ahead, then, yeah, that's the next piece is junior. So her fiance's name is Alexis Ohanian
0: how awesome he has like a gender neutral yeah name, which is awesome so she
1: was like well we're still you know let's she's named after you in essence we're gonna put the junior yeah. at the end He's I dope. thought that was so like I you know it's not traditional for a girl to have a junior for why not
0: right she has her daddy's name exactly
1: So if we're going to do it to a boy, if they were to have a son and they were going to name him with junior, why not continue that name that you selected and that you still wanted and give it to your daughter? That's super cute. I love it. So I was in awe of that. And that kind of cheered up the world. You know, everyone was just like.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: In agreeance, I think that it's like a really great name.
0: Not only that, and I think that Serena Williams is a. It's a great example of, of uh, a woman who who has overcame and surpassed so many around her. So it's like she's kind of one of the American greats, yes. you know? Like, I think that she's definitely, you have to give her that. She's a household name. She's a phenomenal and a spectacular athlete beyond understanding in certain elements. She was even two months pregnant when she recently won her most recent you know competition was insane so she's just she's a superwoman she's literally a superwoman like she really is for sure shout out to serena williams your happiness is so dope definitely your your go ahead with your biracial babies i love <laughs> me some biracial babies i love the progress i love <laughs> to see us becoming one and the unity amongst our communities
1: <laughs> oh that's nice logan very good to be i like that
0: question. one <laughs> I'm saying, though, we we just got to start just pulling these things out of here, Marley, and just putting them on
1: bumper stickers. <laughs> all these stuff. captions out here. Y'all wearing them on your shirts across your chest out here. That's <laughs> yeah. what we'll just start selling.
0: You know everybody got yes. a clothing line now. Oh, that so. must be
1: Monday clothing line coming soon, though. <laughs> Pee on the lookout.
0: Right, right. Go have hoodies, snapbacks, all that. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Leave us
1: comments below on our Instagram on your thoughts of Serena's baby name Um, and also about Serena Williams you know the greatest athlete one of the greatest athletes out there
0: what do you guys think about Serena Williams and all the exes that she supposedly dated even her little moments with Drake and now she got this cute little white boy you know we just gotta talk about Serena (laughs) you know what I'm saying tell me what you guys think honestly
1: she did have a great great selection of men Common
0: her little track record yeah Common and like common said that was one of the loves of his Come life
1: on and he said and that and he swooned over common like that bald with the beard
0: yeah he was the first like conscious rapper that like everybody was like i want to be conscious now yes. you know what i'm saying so it was like he had that yeah he was cool all right so now guys in the spirit of messy mondays we're going to always keep you guys Always entertain with our messy stories. So don't worry, no matter what we bring up, we're always gonna have something messy going on. That's a guarantee as part of our episode. We've we've switched it up a few times recently, but the one thing we always have in common, there's always something happening. And now, in honor to the fact that I'm personally gonna discuss something that happened to me yesterday because I had a whole nother story that I was gonna share with you guys, but I'm not gonna share it right now. I'm gonna save that for a later episode. Um, it's because the funny story is uh You know how everyone, guys, you know you relate to me. You know how you have that one ex that always finds you somehow? (laughs) Like, it's not like stalking, but like, you know, like, they either stumble across your new Facebook page that you just opened or like, you know, they're like, all of a sudden, they're like friends with your friends on Instagram and they're tagged and you're tagged and like, oh my God. Like, you know, just things that you're just like, how did I see this person? Okay. So with this situation, this is on the 10th, power because this particular person was my high school boyfriend. Oh and remember I went to high school in New York City guys. I went to high school in Washington Heights, New York. I did not go to high school in Miami, Florida. So now fast forward adult Diana, I would never think to come and cross paths with this person at all. Like it's just it is what it is. So we had a really shitty way that we broke up. So At that time, it was very tragic, and now, of course, I'm over it because that was ages ago, but it's funny that he still has always, ever since, I'm talking about ever since my freshman year of college, he has always found the way to always try to say hi, always try to communicate, always this, always that, and I've never, ever, ever responded, and I responded recently now, and I said... How do you always find me? <laughs> was, that was your that opening. Was my opening. And
1: I, and I, that was the opening. But I said laugh out
0: loud. Like it wasn't like me. And you know? I was just like, this is crazy. Like I okay. have to respond now. Like this is so many years later. And he had wrote to me that he was actually in um somewhere in the heights in New York and he bumped into my stepdad. He was like, Oh, I saw your stepdad and I thought of you, so I just wanted to say whatever whatever. I hope you're doing good, et cetera, et cetera. So I mean I don't know, Marley, your face is funny. Like, you're giving a face right now that they can't hear. (laughs) So...
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the face that you can definitely feel through. I
0: felt it. It told me pause. So
1: so is it, like, coincidental that he always kind of... You always, like... I don't think it's coincidental. Run in or whatever? No, 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 no. no. He has
0: proactively tried to communicate with me all of these years.
1: Okay. So he keeps in communication. Yes. Would that be that? Or no? I don't know. He
0: just always just, like throws a line out like I don't even know how to say it maybe I don't know maybe he looks at it like como cariño like oh this girl was like with me at such a young stage in my life and you know it could be that you know I'm not accusing him of anything I don't even know what's going on in his personal life at all um he still looks good though you know shout out to that I ain't even gonna lie he got gym <laughs> But anyway, so anyway, let me tell you how we broke up. This is the messy Monday stories this is how him and I broke up. We're going to call him Martin because I am not going to say your name. And um, we're going to talk about our dating life. So we were together my junior and senior year of high school. Um, I went to an all-girl Catholic school, for those of you who didn't know. So, you know, you don't meet guys at school. You meet guys in the street. It's just what it is. So um, it was fun. You have a lot of good friendships, but when you go out, you know, Catholic school girls still cut class, Catholic school girls still sell drugs, Catholic school girls still break the rules, get suspended and fight. It's the same thing. It's just that it's just more strict in the environment that we live in and in the day to day. So you do learn how to be more respectful. but you know, there was still outside environments that influenced you on the inside. With that being said, you know, you meet guys and sometimes you meet guys that are from the street and that are not necessarily walking the right path. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, we'll leave it at that. So when we were together, he um, was a little older than me. Um, He was always very um, comfortable with his economic situation. So it was fun for that stage. You know how that is like, oh, yeah, of course, it's cool that my boyfriend can pay for a cab for me. To go from Yonkers to Manhattan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like you, wow. you know, No, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, but whatever. So like, you know, things like that are fun. So um we had a argument to so fast forward to the end of our relationship. We had an argument that caused us to not talk and I don't know, it was weird and et cetera, et cetera. And you know when you're, you know, 17, 16 years old, everything is so much more dramatic so
1: it is whatever. it's like world ending yeah exactly <laughs> so <laughs> um
0: anyway here mind you you know i'm i'm young whatever i'm about to go to college etc cetera, etc cetera. i got accepted to a few schools and like i was about to do a summer program all that i was in that stage in my life so um at that time me and my boyfriend were at you know we were rocky we were having our issues and he had kind of Falling off the grid for a little while And then he tried to come back in my life And he's like hey meet me at the train station On 145th on the one train stop So we could talk And then we'll meet from there and we'll be out And back in the day you know Cell phones and that and such weren't as common But you had your cell phone And you definitely didn't have reception on the train So you kind of had to make plans Prior to meeting up So we were supposed to meet at a certain train station He didn't give me the call for us to meet And I call and he doesn't respond I call his cell phone Doesn't respond, starting to get a little worried. I do not know what was really going on. Mind you, we had not really seen each other for the past few weeks, so it wasn't like I was tripping, but it was more so like, I wonder if something happened. He never, he never, that's not his style. Like, he doesn't just not show up. He doesn't just not call in. Regardless, if it's good or bad, he always follows up. So I got scared, and I called um, his house, to his mom's house, and I asked for him, and I was like, hey, is Martin there? And she goes, who's this? I'm like, oh, it's me. It's show me. Whatever. whatever. And she's like, oh. I'm like, okay. And she goes, oh, you didn't know? And I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't know what? What you mean? And she goes, you didn't know about what happened with Martin? I'm like, no. What happened? And she was like, he's in the hospital. I'm like, in the hospital? Oh my God, did something happen? Like, my heart dropped. I was masked. I was like, yo, what happened? Like, did he get jumped? Is, is, is he hurt? You know, what happened? And then she goes, oh no, um, his baby was born today. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, real talk, real life. And he goes, and I'm like, excuse me? And she goes, yeah, you didn't know. Like a bitch. And I said, no, actually, I didn't know. And he was like, yep. And he put him his name just like his, Martin Jr. And I said, oh, wow. Okay, thank you. What? Mm-hmm. I hung up the phone. We left it at that. I was crushed. It broke my heart and whatever, whatever. And mind you, we had not been talking for maybe three weeks you know what i'm saying like it was just like mm-hmm. in hindsight now that i'm older i'm pretty sure he picked a fight with me because the kid was about to be born and he didn't want me to be around like i'm sure that's what really happened
1: he was like my nine months are up so i need to like <laughs> right. let this loose
0: kind of deal i guess
1: so At, in high school
0: and she's about Jeez. to go to college like just leave it you know what i'm saying i'm sure
1: yeah so
0: um yeah it was pretty it was pretty sucky and then like he was hitting me up blowing me up blowing me up blowing me up and i of course i was ignoring him i was very upset when i when i like i, I want to say like the end of the summer is approaching and i'm about to you know go up to school and we communicate and he goes yo where have you been what's going on like why are you avoiding me why are you acting like this i guess he didn't know dumb. that i had spoken to his mom i didn't even tell him what happened i just vanished basically so then i told him i'm like how's your son And he hung up the phone on me.
1: Asshole. Asshole.
0: So then I called him back, and I'm like, don't hang up. Don't be a coward. And don't deny your kid. Because that's not okay. That would be the worst thing that you could do in this whole situation, besides what you did to me. So whatever. And we started talking about it. He was like, he started making excuses. He's like, no, you know me, and you were having problems. I mean, we were having problems for a month. It takes nine months for a baby to grow. (laughs) Like, it wasn't (laughs) like know what i'm saying like i don't think mind you this is like 17 year old me i'm like this the math is not adding up here you know what i'm saying exactly i don't think that that's what happened so anyway because of that i you know especially at that stage you're so like righteous you know and i was like i'm never talking to this guy again and i kept my word i never spoke to him again until look now girl 2017 this guy hits me up
1: can You believe yeah, it, yeah. Like I think that's why you find it interesting. Like you still reaching out to me yeah. after the fact that you know what history, right? Our, our history is. But
0: honestly speaking, um, relentless men get far.
1: <laughs> they do. <laughs>
0: they get very far. Relentless. They do get far.
1: But I guess, like, I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, maybe does he know he was in the wrong and like wants to apologize like we don't know where this is at right now right because this is barely just something that happened but like what's his subconscious or what's his reasoning for really still trying to reach out or just check up or like you know maybe he feels bad and that's why he's that like he's always just gonna be like oh I know I was wrong to her or I did Uh, maybe he wants to
0: apologize that could be part of the story maybe he remembers how much fun we used to have because I'm a fun person you know what I mean I gotta admit it so it's like maybe <laughs> he, re- he remembers that like oh it was a fun time of his childhood and you know I, it would be nice to reconnect with a person that I used to have fun with it could be that or it could just be like uh, I really hope this girl is still not you know upset about this like you know I want to apologize like it could be anything
1: I think in a in a respectable way you actually link up, meet up, or have a dinner and find out what it's really about. That's my suggestion. <laughs> that should
0: not sound safe, Marley. That should not <laughs> sound safe. I'm sorry. I don't
1: know. I just want to see like a clearing of the air. Maybe we get some TV cameras. Aww. This feels like a reality show kind of like. <laughs> I'm right. You know? Oh, it's like that sh- on Bravo, they have a show, A Night With My Ex. Oh I'm going to sign you up. I'm going to sign you up. Oh, my God. I swear I'm going to sign you hilarious. up. That would be
0: hilarious. If you do it and they call me, I'm
1: there. <laughs> 100%. You have to, I'm going to say because it's what they do. So they meet up in this hotel room or this room. Bravo hotel sets room? It up where the two exes. What? No, no. It's not. <laughs> what kind of shit? Are you sure no. Bravo? <laughs> but there is. It sounds yes. like some
0: porn shit you about to set up. No,
1: <laughs> it actually is a really nice hotel room. It's like a two, like really nice. And it has a bed and it only has one bed. What? And it has a sofa, but it's a two story kind of like a loft thing. I'm going to send you the video, the show one day. So, what happens is you stay in the room. It's a night with your ex. You're in this room. You order food. You can have wine. There's a full bar, the whole nine. And people just be like, yo, I haven't seen this person in three months. I haven't seen this person in over two years. I haven't seen this person in four years. Like, some people are first time seeing each other, you know, for a while. And I think that would be perfect for you. Because people have (laughs) hashed it out right then and there. Right in that shit. I don't even
0: think I have anything to hash out. I mean, of course, if we had a conversation, I I will explain, you know, what you did was fucked up. But I'm not, like... On it, like that was such a that was such a long. You know how many things have happened in my life since then, like amazing. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a really yeah. long time ago, and I'm not saying that I don't appreciate the memories that we shared as a couple because it was important to me and it was part of the very first loves that I've experienced as a woman. So yeah, it was it was emotional in that sense, but for the level of maturity and experience that we both had, we could fairly say that we. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. I would not, like, say I hate him. You know, I don't feel that way. I just don't know if I can ever trust the person that already taught me that I can't trust you. Because this is like... Yeah, he started
1: off on a bad note. This was
0: a big lie that he gave, that he kept feeding me for an entire year. Because we were together for more than a year. And at that time, at that stage, at that age, that's a long time. So it's like... You know, this was my whole junior year, almost my entire senior year. I was with this person, and you had the time to have a whole nother outcome with another woman to have a child with her.
1: Yeah, and I think that kind of sets you up. And then as I the said to him, adulthood. "I'm like, but you named
0: him your name, so this isn't a thing that you <laughs> doubted that it was your kid. You know what I'm saying? Like you named him. This was
1: secure. Yeah,
0: like you, you was you was okay with this. So this is, you know, it was a lot to handle. And something I was not willing to forgive. Like, it just wasn't. I didn't have to forgive.
1: It definitely does set you up, though. Like, whatever happened between that sets you up the rest of your years, right? And, like, your kind of growth of, like, how you handled that, took that, or hurt by that situation. And then how you continue your years on. And then now to light, like, you know, this person reaching out and you're like, hmm, I've I've learned so much from that situation, yeah. and you're just back, right? Right, <laughs> right exactly. But- and so you don't hold a negative towards him. You don't hold a grudge, would you say? Like, right? Like, there's no grudge or there's anything. No grudge. But you're just like in awe of, like, look at what you taught me. Or kick it out there. Or what you want? <laughs> What's trying to do out here? What you looking for? <laughs> right. Come on now. Right. But if if, right? if you ever listen him to this, kind of- if
0: you you know exactly who you are. If you ever listen to this, um, I hope you're doing good. I'm doing okay. I grew up, and I turned out pretty nicely. So <laughs> I hope I hope you turned out pretty nicely as well.
1: Good luck to you, sir. Good luck sir. to you.
0: And I don't know how many baby mothers you have or how much child support you may or may not be paying, but I know who is paying a whole lot of child support, and that is Rob Jeez. Kardashian.
1: Yes, he is. So... There was an agreement made for the Kardashian family um, between Rob and China. And according to page six, they reached a custody agreement. And I believe she has dropped the restraining order against him. Okay. And agreed that the child support would now be $20,000. I believe some people say a week, some say a month. Either way, it's a lot But $20,000 a week, what? Let's do the math on that That doesn't even make sense <laughs> Some resources said the week Some people say a month That's $80,000 a, a little month amount. How
0: much money does Rob Kardashian make a, a year?
1: But what does Rob Kardashian do I mean, To make any money? I
0: mean, he, he has his family name, brand And name and, and residuals from reality shows Like he must be making money Off of everything that Kris Jenner has created or do you think Kris
1: Jenner's like, I'm gonna pay the bill? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, from the way they make the show portray him, like being a mama's boy, you would think Kris Jenner does shit like that for him. It seems that way.
1: I think she takes care of that whole realm. So I just find it interesting, you know, putting all your dilemma, all your drama out there, all this stuff. And essentially, you still have to communicate you still have to talk you still have to see in some way shape or form this person right and you have to raise a child together and then on top of this I, as I'm reading like the agreement between the two Rob only has min, like minor custody less than 50% custody I wonder
0: why that is that must be because that motherfucker's unstable
1: and I, it's just it's the like yeah, I think so.
0: Because the, you, you, in order when the judge grants custody, they look at the assess the whole situation as to what's best and most fit for the child. And if he was granted such a small amount of custody, it must be for a reason.
1: And I think the small amount of custody to the large amount of money that he provides is just beyond it it's just interesting to me like I don't it's know. just like, such is, a weird dynamic
0: i don't even know if 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 we should even like be proud of black china and be like damn bitch like you figured this shit out and you like banked or should we just be like shame on you black china like you use this weak ass motherfucker
1: to the fullest like you know what i'm saying like i don't know i don't know how to label her not label her i don't know how to call it either I don't know what it's really, what it really is. What her intentions were. Maybe this was the outcome that she was looking for, right? Was this like the initial final thing that she wanted it to be? I'm not sure, but it's, I feel she took some sort of advantage of him. I'll be honest on that sense. And and you can kind of sense that through that side, right? You can feel the part where he really took, where she took advantage of him. I apologize. So in that sense, like, is is it almost like, are you just you're deserving of it because you are the child's mother that's the lifestyle you live that's what you see but it's about really is it a fair agreement is it fair upon them both
0: I mean, but what is unfair about it? Because it's all based on math. It's not like the judge be like, oh, I feel like making you pay $10,000. No, it's based on how much your income is. It's all yeah. math. There is a literally, there's, in everyone, for those of you who have never been to a child support office or helped the <laughs> homegirl that's trying to put her baby there on child support, let me let you know how this goes. There is literally a book. And in that book, there's a scale. And it says if you make, let's say, $50,000, look at this column. And that column, you connect it with this and that. And then those two columns meet, and that's how much you pay. That's all it is. It's math. It's a sliding scale. That's it. That's it. So if he is paying $20,000 a month, let's not even say a week because that's $80,000 a month, that's because this man is making millions of dollars a year. Yeah. So what what Black China has taught us is that when you make the investment of allowing your vagina to produce babies (laughs) and giving out them eggs to men to produce babies, make sure that sperm is coming from an account that can give you this type of income. This is what she has done, in my opinion. And I think that this is what she did after she got heartbroken by her original baby daddy yeah, that she seems to have wanted to stay with and now she's like fuck that I'm gonna just do this shit the right way and I think that's what she did when she finally had a kid with Rob Kardashian that's exactly the plan that I think she wanted and she got what she wanted I don't know that's just how I see it I don't think she loved him I don't know
1: I don't think she did either but I think all of it I'll be honest I think it all was a revenge aspect but that's a deeper battle that's a deeper that's a whole That's a deeper, deeper there. one. So but shoutouts to them for at least you know, they dropped she's dropped those charges or whatever that filing was, the restraining thing, and hopefully this leads on a way of making it right, but hopefully he gets better. Hopefully he gets the help he needs in his essence.
0: Yo, and shout out to you guys deserving the crown on messy Monday period. Like you too.
1: Every Monday is messy with those two. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, when he was going off on on China and going on posting shit about her and when she was posting shit with her new dude and sending it to Rob and and all of this and Kylie and and, and Tyga. it was just that whole storyline is so damn You can messy. make a movie out of that thing. You could totally or a reality show, <laughs> duh. Which is, <laughs> which is what they Which do is to what us. they do and why we but get yeah, invested
1: whole, and why we are sucked in yeah. this damn Story. No matter how much you try to avoid yeah, Kardashian so life, depressing. you still get dabbled into it in some way.
0: And I think everybody knows who they are. Or like, you know, like even your Spanish parents that don't speak English are like Kardashian. <laughs> like they like everyone knows My mom girls. goes,
1: yes, ISA Chloe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But on another aspect, aside from making $20,000 for having babies with the right guy, that's the stupid (laughs) decision for the guy, but the right decision for the female. Aside from that, there's another hustle right now, guys. And it's the hustle of creating apps and making a business into something that everyone else has done, but doing your own spin on it so you can kind of make money. Like, you know, we're the age of apps and entrepreneurship. And as you all may have heard of the... Bodega story and it all Ties into this whole massive Change of gentrification that we're All experiencing in most major cities Right now so I think it's really Important for us to touch base on it Because I think that we can learn From this for sure yeah
1: we can learn From this to how to protect our own neighborhoods In essence of How to you know If we have a thought kind of bring It to life ourselves Um especially if you live in like in a diverse neighborhood a diverse community a a community filled with culture so a article came out with fast company with a company of two ex-google employees who then who have decided to create some sort of storage unit thing looking (laughs) Um, almost like a vending machine in essence but it has like all your needs mm-hmm. and necessities like a convenience store will have So if you have feminine products you need some canned soup you need something of a quick grab. Um, it'll be placed in your lobby or in your office space or something like that
0: So they deliver it or you, no it's there in it. your How in your work?
1: your lobby in your hall space it's placed got there. it okay and it's called bodega. Okay,
0: so it's a portable bodega. Meaning, for those of you who've never heard that term and don't come from like major cities, bodegas are like convenience corner stores. Yes, yeah.
1: like a personal-owned Seven yeah. Eleven. I think is another aspect. Or right? smaller, personal-owned. Yeah, right, right, right. Has various yeah. variations of items and even culturally related items that you may need that come from different countries in there. Um, Mm -hmm. So what irritated me, I think, the concept is fine, right? The concept, the idea, that's not the problem. I think, in essence, for me, it's the naming um, as well as their logo. The logo is a cat. And those who go to bodegas know that cats are synonymous in your local (laughs) bodega.
0: (laughs) Hold on, but didn't I read that they used to go to corner stores when they were younger? Like, they're a product of it, too. That's why they did it. It's not like they're just, like, two rich kids that never lived in an environment where they went to a bodega. Like, what I read, that they actually used to go to bodegas
1: too. So they know bodegas. They've they've gone to them. And and I forget which one of them is from. So they are aware of, like, these, you know, products of the community kind of things that are the bodega. Yeah, And so, for me, I just find it interesting in the naming convention because you can...
0: I mean, it's brilliant. There's a sneaker store named Bodega. You know what I'm saying? There's a club in Miami named Bodega. Like, it's a dope name. So, I get the fact that that I would totally gravitate to it, and I think it's funny and and kitschy. And the cat thing, I honestly, unless me and you are talking about it, I wouldn't have automatically connected those two things but if it was a cat laying on a loaf of bread (laughs) on the app then i would have been like yo that's mad funny but if it's just a cat no i'm not gonna think that and for those of you who don't understand hey why is there a cat in the bodega why is there a cat in the corner store
1: okay guys what do cats do
0: cats eat rodents
1: (laughs) just be honest with yourself (laughs) just know <laughs>
0: Let's be honest with yourselves. Yes. So therefore, so the rodents won't eat the bread. The cat eats the rodent. The bread is still
1: good. We're just so honest with ourselves. Really we just happens, go in that that's... bodega, grab what you need, and go. Yeah. You don't ask questions about the cat.
0: <laughs> you don't want to know.
1: You order your chopped cheese if you're one of those people out there, like you're in and out yeah. kind of situations, right? Like we don't ask questions about yeah. the cat. Everyone just knows
0: they even sell cigarettes they sell newspapers they sell candy they sell <laughs> I was like, diapers they sell I was formula. Gonna, do they sell
1: the box All of that. cigarettes or the other mm.
0: the lucy's i was gonna say the lucy's you know. but there's been a few tragedies lately with people buying really? cigarettes don't want to talk about
1: that yeah i've heard of people being like killed yeah and stuff. It's, Crazy. it's illegal Crazy in essence. but anyways yeah for me, I was just slightly irritated of taking something that's more community-related, something that's... And I guess, yeah, you're right. There is the club now, and isn't it like a restaurant, too? And, like, things that, you know... Mm-hmm. But just naming conventions of taking that and applying it to something else that's not truly what it is.
0: I think it would have been doper, and I hope I'm not selling an idea that maybe <laughs> me and you could just maximize on. If we, if we could do, like, an urban... Like, bodega app that basically delivers ethnic food. You feel me? Like to cook? Cause right now, like all that stuff that you can get right now, fresh on Amazon and stuff, it's like you know, safe salads and like neutral stuff. It's not like you're getting authentic stuff that's like to make un sancocho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there should be a way. That you can get the the well asked to be like, yo, bring me all the ingredients needed to make un Sancocho Dominican style and you boom and they like bring that you the idea. recipe. Dime que that's not I like a good that.
1: idea. I like that. Yeah. Maybe we yeah, should put that just, on the just, podcast. Just we'll scratch out. that out for y'all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna scratch that out. But but whatever, you could have done anything with the bodega app. Like, people buy the stuff and you go to the corner store instead of going to the corner store, they deliver it to you like the new spin on Uber Eats. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be anything. That's the only thing. Like, I don't really see how this has anything to do with what bodega is, but
1: I get why they use it. I be. get what they, it's just for me, I don't want the concept of what the actual bodega is to lose the concept of what the actual bodega is and what that experience entails right. for real per, for people
0: they used to sell like illegal numbers and bodegas <laughs> like gambling like all kinds of stuff
1: happened but what in what you really so like to the growing world. up and be like going to the bodega and you're like damn I really got to go downstairs and I really got to go there and it's that whole experience of what that is it's not what that i don't
0: know is. i think the bodegas i i miss that i miss going to bodegas in new york yeah. you know with machata's playing and like you know
1: i'm saying the there's whole there's always experience. Like, it's
0: open 24 hours and there's always guys standing outside like it's just what happens?
1: That whole experience that comes with the bodega. Yeah. Right? Like, that little vending machine is not the bodega. It's not. So.
0: And speaking on gentrification, this is this is categorizes that. But for those of you who don't know what the term is, you better get up on it. Because gentrification is the refinement of something, basically, in layman's terms. Because these awesome neighborhoods that, in big major cities that are by other attractions originally were housed by people that were in some situations in public housing or in poverty um, situations and they just have always lived there and that's why they have this prime real estate. So what a lot of investors are doing now and even certain cities are investing as a whole in cleaning up these areas and making them more profitable and for those of you who follow Jay-Z as you know, the OJ story, he discusses that, how he regrets not using his money to invest into Brooklyn, in the area that's called Dumbo, because he p- could have made so much more money if he would have used his money towards that instead of blowing it on other things. And with that being said, I think that we ourselves, especially us that come from these urban neighborhoods, should start investing in our own communities, and we're not, we're still not learning that that really is a great asset, and it can really provide you great benefit in the future, especially here, since I live very close to Little Havana. For those of you who just started coming around here again because all the bad, you know, stories they used to hear about prostitution out here and people doing drugs, all of that is being cleaned up because they're expanding downtown and it's becoming so much more of a nicer and upscale area and the prices are going up monthly. So this just shows you that it happens right by you and you're letting these opportunities go. Like if you know that you used to live in the hood and you now see that it has potential to move forward invest and buy like that's what gentrification mm-hmm. is like you're supposed to get up on the wave don't just let everyone else make money off of your old neighborhood you can make money too that's what definitely I think. I think that that gentrification isn't always a bad thing it isn't always you just have to get in on
1: it as long as the people from that community are part of it as well it doesn't make it a bad thing because everyone is growing with it Everyone is expanding, everyone yeah. is elevating with the growth that's happening right. within that community. Did you know that they right. call Washington Heights in some realster, real, real estate kind of selling points? I think they call it North New York, Northern New York, or like Northern Manhattan is the new name. I, well, yeah. that.
0: Oh, okay, that's better than Uptown.
1: <laughs> exactly, but that's yeah, the no, selling yeah, yeah, yeah. point. I get it. Right. To get buyers into the neighborhood to kind of redevelop and those kind of things. And so as long as the people in the community are actually participating and putting in are allowed or given the access to and the resources to be a part of that growth, then it makes it okay Because everyone likes something new. Everyone likes some change. Everyone likes a cleanup. Everyone likes new looks in that sense that's when gentrification works for everyone but the
0: yeah but we have to be responsible to get educated on how to get yes. involved because you for example i am Proactively starting to learn a little bit more about real estate because I don't know much about it, but I've been doing research. I've been going to seminars. I've been reading stuff online. Like you have to make an effort to do something you've never done before. Like there's no way it's not going to fall in your lap. They're not going to just knock on your door and say, hey, would you like to invest $10,000 so you can make 50 in the future? Mm -hmm. No, like you have to physically do the work. And you're right. Give us the resources. But also you take self-responsibility, ladies and gentlemen, and do research to learn how to do these things. Because ultimately, these people had to be taught and they had to learn somehow. Just learn how you can get involved, too.
1: Definitely. And here, I see it happening. Well, I've been told that it's happening more often here in the city of Seattle, especially with like the mm-hmm. big tech booms and things like that happening. And Amazon yeah, I can kind that. of takes over. And there's all these historic neighborhoods within Seattle that have kind of diminished or like kind of been pushed away and kind of live more now south of here, of Seattle, you know people are being pushed out um, So it's happening everywhere No matter where you are No yeah, matter where you're located it sure. It's happening somewhere some, You know somehow
0: it's, it's, it's part of the transition right now in America I Yeah
1: mean. and then for us as like me and you As young adults and a lot of our friends We're trying mm-hmm. to keep up Or I guess you can say Or maintain or be a part of that as well Of that new structure But it can mm-hmm. be hard sometimes Because then you're just like man the prices are up, too, so now you understand what your parents were feeling.
0: But hop on that wave, guys. Yes. Don't get left behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, do it now while it's still doable. I'm ready to invest. it's going to get to the point that it's going to be un- I'm ready, do- ready to
1: invest in a couple it's gonna things. It's going
0: to get there. Do it, girl. <laughs> do it. I support that. We need to start. We Well, you know what we need to do, actually? I have an idea, Molly Mark. Tell me. We should come up with, a like, a a support group on and start some type of a chat or something that we can all kind of find little tips and tricks to share one another and on how to learn how to invest i think that. that's a great Start idea a trend. that's yeah and we can share free information with that's one actually another. a
1: really good idea so that way can people can yeah. can use the resources that you have with the wardens around you your peers and sharing that exactly i like that idea we will talk about that offline as well and get back to you guys <laughs> later see we just shooting out ideas Absolutely. up here we got to keep to ourselves we do, with this y'all.
0: Today, <laughs> you know what it was? It was it was the heat and the disconnection that let my brain... Um, creative juices. <laughs> kind of grow. Yeah, creative juices. Because there's there's so much time to think when there's no electronics. Oh, my goodness.
1: I've learned, um, and as you say yeah. that, though, I've learned it's really good to shut off, shut down. Sometimes. So since when you didn't have yes. that social media for a couple of days, you saw like a couple, you know, Lightning came into you, came in right like your your kind of thing sparked right. up, so that's really yeah, the, really good. And I think I'm gonna start doing that more often too. Like take off the yeah, apps. Yeah,
0: allowed me to organize my thoughts.
1: Yeah, right. take off the apps for off my phone so that I can like reorganize myself in and what I want to do. Right. And you know, whether it's pick, doing my resume, my website, all that stuff, it's like I need to shut off this social media and connect right. with people and just focus on what I have in front of me.
0: It's funny because I was hanging out with a young lady recently that she's a nurse and she was telling me how she is going to go through a a cleanse and that she's going to get off of social media for a month and she's going to stop being on Instagram. And I said, it's amazing how many people I speak to that tell me that they do this from time to time. Like, it's like a unifying issue that we all have, that we suffer from this addiction, that sometimes we need to just be taken away from it to kind of recharge. Like, it's it's fascinating yeah. how this social media thing is like so much bigger than what we want to admit to ourselves yeah.
1: for me it's more distracting and for some people who you know where like they make their money off of social media per se right yeah. it's even more difficult for them because they're sucked into it because it's the yeah. only way of livelihood because they have to be a part of it in yeah. order to make money for right. me, it's the distraction. And they have
0: to keep their followers yes. yeah.
1: And for me, it's the distraction of like checking it or seeing what's new or what happened within the last five or 10, 15. And I've stopped before and I've gotten better where you just you don't check it the first thing when you wake up. But I want it to be I want to become better than that and always checking it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But speaking of social media, guys, um, for those of you who uh, who are listening to us. Um, you're going to start to get benefits from listening to us directly, just like you're going to get benefits from us if you're one of our loyal followers on our Instagram. You're going to get the information first. And just like you guys that have been listening us to us since day one, I want to start introducing you guys to some different promotions or savings that have we ever come across, if ever me and Marley... Ever find, like, you know, free admission to something or free tickets because of us or because of Messy Mondays? Well, we want to put you guys on, and you guys deserve it since you guys are loyal listeners. And with that being said, I want to first start off by saying that only a select few people have been able to get $25 off um, this particular clothing boutique. It's a website that I'm working as a brand ambassador on at the moment. Um, this particular website is hotluxclothing.com and the way you spell it is H-A-U-T-E-L-U-X-E clothing which is C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G and that's .com or on the IG is just hotlux clothing so make sure to follow that as well. Basically go on that website, choose whatever you want. They're having a huge summer clearance blowout sale to you know make sure to get in the fall and the winter looks in. And there's super cute things. There's things that are even seven bucks, five bucks. There's cute outfits, dresses for $16. Check it out because you're automatically gonna get $25 off if you put in the promo code ShowMeTheMoney, which is S-H-O-M-I-D-A-M-O-N-E-Y. That's show me the money. And you can get yourself $25 off. Um, just go ahead and check it out. I am going to be working on the, um, the hot curvy line um, to represent for us a little thicker yeah. ladies. And <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure to tell you guys and keep you up to beat on that. And when I say thicker or curvy, it doesn't mean... That you're fat overweight or obese sometimes some girls just happen to have a bigger butt some girls just happen to have bigger breasts sometimes just happen to have bigger legs and it doesn't mean that you now need to go and buy a 12x it just means that certain things don't look right on me and certain things look better on me when i wear it like this so i am a perfect example of that ladies and gentlemen so that's why i'm a strong believer in this brand and especially a girl like me i've gone up and down weight in my past no secret is always been a challenge. I always have to be mindful of what I put in my mouth because of that. No pun intended. A pause. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's something that I've I've embraced. It is my life and is what I do. And I, and I'm happy now because I've now taken ownership of it. And with that being said, hot curvy is going to cater to that. So we're going to keep you up to date with that. Check that out. Remember $25 off now. As we conclude our episode, we want to make sure to touch base a little bit about still your options in regards to Texas, and I know Marley is going to be able to give us some details. And we also want to say thank you um, to the people who've donated so far as well.
1: So we are still working with the Texas Diaper Bank. Our link up on Amazon is still available for you guys. It's Amazon.com/slash and search Messy Mondays Pod to find our list. It ships directly to the Texas uh, Diaper Bank. We thank you. We've had a couple people purchase, and it was amazing. And we for appreciate sure. you guys for participating sure. in that.
0: Even from down here in Miami, so really, it, that meant a lot because we had our own. It, it, to worry it about.
1: means a hundred percent a lot. We're gonna look into what other places. Um, the Florida Keys was heavily affected. The Tampa areas, those things, Miami. See who those the those who may need help out in Florida as well, and add some items in there that may be beneficial for them. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted with that on our Instagram as well as our um, snap stories, our personal ones and those areas where you can find that. We'll keep you posted. But we thank you guys for helping out, for being a part of this. Um, this is really a convenient way. There's no you know, we don't have to touch the, the items or anything like that. It just gets straight to the people and those in need. So the Texas Diaper Bank appreciates it and we appreciate you guys as well.
0: Absolutely and uh, from time to time whenever we have any other charitable cause we'll always keep you guys up to date. Our Instagram is definitely the way to stay up to date with everything and uh, Twitter as we start to build more followers of course we're going to create uh, our following and our information there. We put information on all of our platforms but right now Instagram is the best at Messy Mondays Podcast. That's on IG spelled all correctly and phonetically the way it's supposed to be spelled. (laughs) Now, as far as um, my quote for the day, I haven't given you guys a quote in a minute, but I am going to go right ahead and come back to that because I feel I'm one of those people like I like stuff. I like mantras. I like words. I like to visualize. So I I like gems.
1: um, I have my crystals and and my gems.
0: Now, as far as this particular one, in the spirit of the fact that I had a little flashback moment in my personal life. A little flashback in, I'm sure, Rob Kardashian's (laughs) life. He probably regrets a lot of his decisions. Uh, How Serena Williams had a past that we all knew about, and all of a sudden she just locked it down with somebody and had a baby. Like You know (laughs) what I'm saying? There's always a past, right? And with that being said, um, I'm going to go ahead and share this quote that I feel that I relate to in a very big way. Um, My past has not defined me, destroyed me, deterred me, or defeated me. It has only strengthened me. And that's what I have to say about embracing your unfortunate situations, your sad circumstances, or your shitty luck. Sometimes that's just the cards that you're dealt, and you have to just move on and move forward from them.
1: And that is Messy Mondays, guys. We appreciate you guys hanging in with yes. us. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate the love, as always. And if you're looking for us and you want to continue keeping in touch and send us your stories, send it to Messy Mondays Pod at gmail.com find us on instagram at messy mondays podcast find us on twitter at messy mondays pod and you can find show me at that's
0: s-h-o-m-i underscore e-n-t and that's on ig and twitter that's s-h-o-m-i underscore e-n-t
1: and mine says l-u-v-m-a-r-l-e-y underscore on instagram we appreciate the love Thank you guys for hanging with us.
0: Thank you for your support. And as always, we'll be back every single Monday to deliver your best, the best. Thank you for your support. And everyone throughout the whole US of A, thank you for listening. We appreciate it.
1: Have a good Monday.